Um, cool. So. All right. What's going on, guys? The brothers are back. Uh, this week, we are with a special guest, Dan Malson of The Source. Uh, we got some things we want to do this week, uh, a little unique. We're going to try a different Q&A style. We call it the Thunderdome. We got some shout outs we want to do. We're going to talk about our favorite unique game mechanics. Uh, and then we're going to go off the sprue and give you another top five. You ready to go, Bobby? Ready. Dan? Yeah. Let's go. Glad to have you here, man. Yeah. It's awesome. So, uh, again, we, we got the Thunderdome Q&A. Lesson learned from last time we tried to conduct an interview. Uh, we really want this to be entertaining. Yes. We want to go boom, 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 boom. And we don't just want the dry industry talk on everything. I really want to get to know some, some fun things about you. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. that's uh, that's the goal of this right here. So, let's, uh, let's sparkle or paper, rock, scissor. That's what actually going to be the first farkle? question. You never heard that? No. Sparkling or paper, rock, scissor? Paper, rock, scissors is also called farkling? Yeah. Have you heard of that? I've not. I know there's a game I know there's a, farkle. yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a card game right. or dice game or some shit that's oh, a farkle game. They stole game. the name. So, so right. is it, it's, it's <laughs> one, two, three, shoot. So right? Fa, uh, curl, shoot. Ah, you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it farkle? I don't know how to all do right, farkle. All right. all right. One, two, three, shoot. All right. One, two, oh, one more time. One, two, three, shoot. What are you? <laughs> yeah. Right, here we go. All right. Ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Damn it. Boom. All right. I'm going to go first. All right. Uh, you got a timer? You want to set a timer? Yes. We're going to pull a hard 10 minutes on this. Ooh. So, And we're also kind of thinking maybe we might keep score that means absolutely nothing. How many of these we can actually <laughs> Absolutely so, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, and how do you spell clock? Okay, here we go. Stopwatch. Got it? Go. All right, Dan. How many Mandela effects can you name? Oh, God. Uh, well, the Mandela effect. Uh, Bernstein Bears. Oh, that's about it, actually. I'm trying to think of any other ones. Shit, I said one earlier, and I can't remember what it was. Oh. Seems good. Two it is for now. <laughs> Doberman or Chihuahua? Doberman or Chihuahua? Oh, God. Doberman? <laughs> yeah, baby! Doberman is less likely to just cry, sadly. <laughs> Love it. Great answer. All right. Where is your happy place, Dan? My happy place. Um, uh, the cottage where uh, my parents and I used to go growing up. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, which is basically where my parents are essentially living right now with the pandemic smart oh they basically kind of sequestered themselves up there so yeah they remodeled it a year ago and uh yeah middle of nowhere wisconsin and uh they're they're pretty happy up there very nice all right what movie title best describes your life oh. well, i'm blanking on one um, <laughs> you can pass it any point oh yeah yeah too. yeah pass that one for now sure yeah. all right how do you pronounce it Neanderthal or Neanderthal? Neanderthal? Okay. There we go. Sandals with or without socks? Uh, oh, I, 
I don't wear sandals very often, but it was with socks growing up. Hey, hey socks all day. <laughs> Can we see? Yeah. All so right. are, do you do thongs though or the, the strap? Uh, I usually do the strap. Okay. But it's yeah. been, God, like over a decade or more. That makes sense. Love it, Dan. All right. Favorite band in high school? Uh, favorite band in high school, uh, I was that emo kid and probably either My Chem because I looked exactly like Mikey Way and I <laughs> yes. am a bass player, uh, or awesome. AFI. Uh, okay. Because sure. I learned a ton of old punk AFI and then they went straight up emo and I still still followed them. Love it. Yeah. I love AFI. Love it. Uh, 1 p.m. or 1 a.m.? Uh, 1 a.m. I'm a night owl. Okay. I'm a very big night owl. Wait, what? one one a.m. then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I will still be awake at one a.m. There we go. <laughs> Werewolves or vampires? Ooh. Ooh. Um, vampires. Gothic. Yes. Gothic moody. Uh, if you had to choose one aisle from the grocery store to eat from for the rest of your life, which aisle would it be? Uh, vegetable aisle. I, I either eat like a rabbit or I eat like the poorest college student in existence and there's no in between. <laughs> nice, fair. That works, man. Self-sustaining too. <laughs> so, wonderful. All right, skateboarding or rollerblading? Rollerblading, I can snowboard really well, but you put wheels on it and it's like a drunk third grader. <laughs> Everybody loves a drunk third grader. Awesome. Uh, airbrush or rattle can? Uh, airbrush. Rattle can terrified me after I was a 15 year old and destroyed a rhino really sadly. Although the new uh, Vallejo rattle cans, uh, I've really grown to love and I've been using them for uh, touching up or repainting uh, the picture frames I've been framing a bunch of stuff with. So. Okay. What what did, what happened to the rhino? What the rattle uh, it was Wisconsin in like September, October and okay. it was starting to get to like that 35, 40 degree weather sure. in uh, the evening and uh, went to go from about too far away, yep. like three feet away, trying to spray paint a rhino, and so it just kind of curdled, uh, uh, and they got all like textured and rough, and uh, yeah. I, was it Citadel or just some random? It was Citadel yeah. from way back when. That yeah. was in 2001-ish. Damn. So that hurts worse when you're 15. Yeah. 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 You know, like now I can maybe absorb that. But yeah, you buy another day, one or yeah. swap it off. I think it was, yeah, I think it was 11. It was like 2001, and sure. I just, just starting my first vehicle and I screwed oh. it up. Oh, I still hate painting vehicles to this day. It didn't turn uh. you off. Didn't turn you off though, I guess. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Building or painting? Oh, shit. I think it's it's yours. Me. No, it was you. Yeah. Airbrush or uh, Miniatures to be exact. Sorry. Probably building because I go crazy with conversions. Painting I love to do, but I drag my feet about it a sure. lot more. Yeah. Uh, You're on the final question of who wants to be a millionaire. Who is your phone a friend lifeline? Uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, I have a buddy, uh, Brian Hastings, that's a pastor in the middle of uh, Illinois, that uh, he is a very, very smart man. Yeah. Uh, okay. And he's very intelligent on just a strange plethora of things. So, yeah. It's always good to have that friend that just knows a little bit about everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Oh, it's me, isn't it? Yep. All right. So, in your eyes, what is it that makes Keanu Reeves such a great guy? Yeah, that's oh. a good question. He just, he does a lot of charitable things and when he does it, he doesn't showboat it. And it feels like it's just very genuine. And you'll have other people telling the, the cool stories about it. And yeah. there's just a ton of them circulating. And they all seem very, very genuine. Like it's not him showing up doing stuff 
just he's, just he's kind of that yeah, yeah that word of mouth charity that's going on it's mm -hmm. like you hear those word of mouth bill murray yeah. stories too yep. it's kind of you know yeah, yeah the year after bill murray was at south by southwest was the year i ended up going and there was a million stories about which bar he like hopped behind the counter oh, and bartended so cool. at that's so that's awesome uh, and yeah it was hilarious because it was like everyone had a slightly different variation on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right all right uh, 10 feet tall coffee or energy drink uh i don't do either very often but coffee okay yeah. Why not? Uh, you just don't like in caffeine? high school, I went crazy with energy drinks because I had a significant other that was really into energy drinks and just overdid it. And then coffee, I don't know, not quite my favorite thing, but my partner used to be a barista. So so they drink coffee a lot more. Yeah. So, so what yeah. energy drink were you just going hard on? Uh, It was a bunch. It was like NOS was a big <laughs> one. Uh, what else was there? Uh, Monster. Red I think Bull? I was not really much Red Bull, but yeah, mostly Monster and Nos. Yep. And then I also had significant other whose brother basically gave himself an irregular heart rhythm for a couple of hours oh, by yeah. drinking. Oh, he, did that. Yeah. he drank like 10 or 13 Nos within like less than an hour and he had an irregular heart rate. They sent him to the hospital and basically all they told him was, yeah, if you, if you, if you die, we can resuscitate you. That's, that's about oh, what we got. Oh shit. Cause they were like, yeah, we, we, can't really change it without messing me up real bad. So uh, oh, we'll just yeah. wait it out. Let's just see how this plays out. Oh basically the response they Thanks. gave them. So yeah, that's a, and my mom's a nurse practitioner who was also very, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You have somebody in your corner giving you <laughs> yeah. advice like when that. When she starts explaining everything it does to your body while you're doing it, I'm just like, oh, oh shit. God. <laughs> awesome. Uh, it's me, right? Yeah. 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 All right. What is your favorite horror movie franchise favorite horror movie franchise i'm not a big horror person uh but the resident evil even though they're more action horror yeah. i grew up playing the resident evil video games just scaring the bejesus out of myself yeah. Oh, yeah. um and then uh yeah either that or uh why am i blanking on it uh well if i'm blanking on it it's not as much <laughs> yeah. resident evil uh, is. yeah uh what is a game that you would be happy to never play again Board game. Happy to, board game? Yeah. Um, I own it, and I loved it, but Lord of the Rings Risk, every time I've played it with friends, no matter how I didn't know where you were friends, going with that, by yeah. the way. You are like, Lord of the Rings, me and Josh are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I own the Lord of the Rings Risk, and it was great, and it's fun because it's like one of those three or four turn Risk games where you try and get so much done, but you're always just screwing over everyone else at the table, and it's just like, no, no, you said you weren't going to... <laughs> no, no, Mori is mine. Don't touch that. Ooh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it turned into a lot of swearing very quickly uh, with some of my best friends, and it was both entertaining, but also like, oh, we got outrageously mad out of yeah, the blue. Sure. I'm like yeah. the calmest person I know <laughs> in my friend group, and I'm like, oh god, oh god, if that makes me want to take it, brought out the gamer one for a while. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. So, what is the best starter Pokemon. Oh, oh no. Oh god. Uh, controversy here probably. Uh, I started yeah. with Gen 2, so Totodile was always my favorite and had nice. a special place in my heart. Yeah. Because uh, he's a little tiny gator boy. Cool. And uh, yeah. So that was probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Totodile. Totodile is. This is probably gonna be your last one. When did you start gaming or slash hobbying? And what was your gateway game? Uh, I played card games Yu-Gi-Oh growing up, like when the first Yu-Gi-Oh decks came stateside. I 
picked up those with it, my brother and a couple of friends. I had read the manga as soon as I had seen it. Um, so Yu-Gi-Oh was an early one and Pokemon was an early one. When Pokemon first came out, I was in like second grade or something like that when yeah. the cards hit stateside. Okay. Um, and then for minis games was Warhammer, actually. I jumped into it when I was in eighth grade. Me and uh, four buddies, we all, or three other buddies, all four of us kind of grouped together, bought the third edition codex or uh, core rulebook. Yeah. Uh, third edition, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, where you actually had all your army points just right in the back for every single army. Yeah. Uh, wow. I missed that a yeah. lot. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're at a hard 10 right there. We do have one final question. Do you have any brothers? I do. I have one brother. His name's Sam. Uh, so three-letter names run in the family. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's older by a year and a half. And you got two more here tonight. Yeah. So the brothers in arms, baby. We were, we were expecting you to be like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just dude, no deadpan. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Cool. All right. All right, man. That um, was fun. We ripped through some right Yeah, there. that was good. I feel like I know you so much better now. Right. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, that was great. So. Um, cool, yeah. So uh, that was fun. That was a fun little uh, little little start to the to the, to the the show. I mean, you think a little hard on some of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's take a break, and then we'll be right back. And uh, we'll start with the uh, the battle mechanics. All right. Yeah. I like and it. we're back. Cooled off a little bit. Yeah, it's cooler down here than it was you last time. You got some red ears. <laughs> yeah, you just see I like, you know, lay down on a pillow for too long or whatever. You know, it's just it's like Christmas red right there. Bad, but uh, it's feeling a little cooler. Yeah, down here we tested the the fan system that you had. Yeah, we got we got a fan at the top of the stairs uh -huh. that's pulling some air from an AC unit that's coming down here. And we know that it works. We know that it's pulling that air because you actually farted at the yes. top of the stairs, and then I could smell it from down here. Through the mask. It was rough. It was yeah. rough, but we at least knew that it was working. Yeah, it, absolutely. And that's that's my tester every yeah. time. If, if there's fans about, i got to fart into the fan and see where it Thanks travels. For, Thanks for doing that. Yeah, it, well, I know that at least it's coming over here. You know, it's reaching <laughs> us. It's the world's greatest <laughs> litmus test. <laughs> there it is. Right there. All right, so let's do some game mechanic talk. Um... I am a big fan of certain game mechanics and obviously not a huge fan of other game mechanics, but Josh, what would you say is your favorite game mechanic? Yeah, and specifically, you know, like sometimes a, a, a unique mechanic can really make or break a game. You know, it's yes. something that you love. You're like, why is this this way? And turn you off, you know, just on the other end of it. So, um examples of that being kind of what we were talking about earlier, like uh, Catan, the tile placement on that and the replayability that comes with that. I think that's a huge draw Absolutely. to that game. Uh, bolt action with that initiative dice bag. Are you familiar know, with that, Dan? Yeah, we were pulling dice out. And that's oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, love really so nice. much. I think the Batman game uses a similar thing. Each person has a number of dice. Even, oh. so, like I think the models you have. I think you you're right. Back and forth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, cool. Warlord did that also with not dice, but the tokens in the bag for Test of Honor. They have yes. a similar mm. initiative system like yep. that as well. Um, and, and another one being an old pull, the Star Wars miniatures game when Wizards of the Coast had it. I really liked um, the, the Force as a resource. That was a really cool mechanic. Yeah. So and maybe made it a little imbalanced towards some of the Force users. But, I mean, if you're playing a Star Wars say, it would game, be. like, wouldn't you want to be a Jedi or yeah. a Sith? Or, you know, you really want to use the Force. So those are kind of what I'm talking about whenever um, I bring up, you know, one of my favorite 
And it just so happens to be from my favorite managers game, the Middle Earth Strategy Battle game. That's your favorite? It's my favorite managers game. <laughs> I think I've mentioned that every, every fucking every episode, episode. Josh is like, get some oh, love that in that community, man. I'm out here. <laughs> Swinging for you guys, but yeah. uh, uh, and, and specifically, I'm talking about the uh, the might and the will and the fate mechanic yeah. that is built into the character profile. The cheater mechanic. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down. Have you ever played the Middle Earth strategy battle game? I have way back when. Yeah. Uh, probably the first iteration when they had the first starter set they had where it was the second age elves and then the like moria style I know goblins. exactly what I you're talking about like yep. three or four of those starters yep. throughout time i don't have hardly any of my lord of the rings minis anymore sure um but yeah i played a ton then before they did the war of the ring where they had the movement trays and the whole unit system where it was really just large individuals scale, yeah. and that whole skirmish system was fantastic it was one of the best done games but growing up in a small town in wisconsin there was yeah. A lot of 40k players, a lot of fantasy players, but finding like yeah. some of those niche games. Still, still to this day, yeah. Battle Companies is a difficult game to find a play group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I bring it up, man. I gotta, I gotta yeah. talk about it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings nerd, and that's always just, uh, you know, the license of that or the, the IP of that has always, you know, put me in that direction of playing the, yeah. Yeah. the Lord of the Rings games because uh, of the theme of it. So, but uh, yeah, the, the might and the will and the fate mechanic. Uh, it's something that you're going to find on uh, the hero profiles, basically. And it's, yeah. it's to show, um, you know, how strong they are in battle, how courageous they are, or how uh, how much magic that they can cast. Uh, uh, fate being something where uh, it's, you know, what is their fate? You're going you're gonna to find a character like Aragorn with a high fate number or versus a, a character like Boromir with a, a, a low fate number because it's someone in the actual lore that, that's died and fate is used to sort of prevent wounds and that kind of thing, where yeah. uh, might is uh, a number where you uh, have a, a finite amount, unless you're a hero like Aragorn or something, that just keeps reproducing it, and it replenishes the pool there. Well, but see, you're, so I guess there's two two ways of using it. you got battle companies, and then you got the, the war version, right? So it's like in battle companies, your might and fate... You don't have any heroes like that, right? So well, you do have heroes in your battle company because you're yeah, but they're not they're not named or, heroes. Right? They're not. You know, you, you build them. That's kind of that RPG because I know where you can get those guys. Well, I know like the fellowship, like that whole run. Those you can play that that group and it's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Even up to uh, uh, Bill the Ponies in there too, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he has he, a mini, yeah. yeah, yeah, he definitely has a mini. I don't know if he's in the box, but Bill the Pony is great. <laughs> unsung hero of the trilogy right there yeah but yeah, yeah. It, it probably uh well in either style of the game i mean uh one of the sayings in the game or in the community is threes in all the right places and by that that means you know three might yeah three, will, three fate yeah. uh you're not maxing out at three some characters sauron aragorn some of the other guys even boromir yeah uh, they might have a little more uh, might might's tends to be the most flexible of those three where you can spend those might points to adjust really any any die roll uh, that yeah. that character's doing um whenever you even whenever you roll a die for fate on a four up it's a d6 and on a four up uh you save a wound yeah well let's say you roll a three you can actually use a point of might to adjust that up so there is kind of an interaction well the reason uh, i brought up battle companies there, so. and then the difference because 
it brings up that RPG aspect in battle companies. That's yeah. like the best. That's one of the best qualities of battle companies yeah. is being able to build your fucking squad from nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm gonna add a point of might here. So now he's got two might. You know what I mean? Or like on this a, or that, and be able to use that in the end. Yep. I love that. I love that. On a small scale, it's such a powerful mechanic. It's so huge. That it, it, it means a lot more to a smaller group of warriors. Than Absolutely. You're like, eh, I got one guy with a point of might left, you know, but there's 50 models left on the table. Like yeah. That. But. Uh, Anyways, that's one of my. Uh, it's also it's also a, a very cool ability when you are using your might and you are using your fate yeah. and you still lose. Oh man, that's you that's like lift. that's so good that yeah. because it, there it's not a guarantee. You know, it's a great mechanic because it is balanced in that sense. But it's it also really feels good for that opponent when you're like okay and you're like oh, I'm gonna roll with my might and then it's like all right let's fate this and you're just like yes I finally took down it feels like you took down a titan you know what I mean like oh, a, yeah. like a, a named hero and it, really it cool. can be there's situations that entice a, a misuse of those resources yeah and it's kind of fun an experienced player I mean I, I goof that all the time but an experienced yeah. player kind of knows when or when not sure. to pull that might trigger yeah right there but uh, so anyways that's what I that's what I'm bringing today yeah. uh, Bobby what about you man well I have um, Dan I'm sure you're familiar with this one i don't know how big you are with zombies i guess it, it pertains to a lot of games but this is the one that i'm talking about the betrayer aspect me- mechanic From the betrayer mechanic like, in like dead, dead of winter, winter. yep yeah. it is it's by far it it's not it may not be the the greatest mechanic like oh you know i can't believe they came up with it how the creative it is just such a game changer like we were talking about with risk how it's like mm-hmm. You have that that honor. You're like, all right, I trust you. We're gonna play <laughs> this fucking game together. I trust you. You're my friend. And then in the end, you're like, how could you do that to me? Like, how 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 could they that happen? They will keep that straight face that entire yeah. time, and they're just oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, I uh-huh, know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and knife. <laughs> yep. There there's it is. So many games have have been. You have six people around the table, and you're just like, you're the fucking betrayer. I know you are. And right next to you is the betrayer. Oh, <laughs> man. And they're like, I'm not. And you're like, yes, you fucking are. Why'd you do that? And it's like, I misplayed. I'm sorry. That's such like, a betrayer move to accuse <laughs> people of being the betrayer, Bob. I pretty much just always assume that you're the betrayer. That's oh, kind of man. my... If I could, I would. I love doing the betrayer. You usually never are. Anytime. No, no. Like, always. Like I'm, I'm every, and everybody's like, you're the fucking betrayer, aren't you? And I'm like, no. <sighs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's great that, you know, you got... Rage quitting from it. You got table flipping Coco's out there. You got uh, um, <laughs> Corey. You know Corey. Yeah. 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 He, he, <laughs> that was Is one that of the first times. Mechanic? That was one of the first times <laughs> I ever. I, <laughs> one of the first times I ever met Corey. We were playing Magic, and he he was like, "I'm so mad I can flip this table." <laughs> and from then on, we talked about that. So gave him shit for it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That that's that right there. And and I I got a couple games. You got Conspiracy, Werewolf. Dead of Winter, and then you were talking like then it, it it's not even a mechanic of the game, but it's like just a it's like a side effect like Risk. Yep. You have Monopoly. You have all these games that like there you can have these band of brotherhood you know kind of style, and then all of a sudden it's like ah fuck you you know like I gotta somebody's gotta win you know so any of those where you have like that social contract of like. Yeah. Those uneasy alliances, just yeah. like, I'll help you if you help me take this and that. And yeah. they see you kind of over that precipice of, like, eh, they're towing in. Oh, well, Australia's looking good over there. Let me just take that for myself. That's part of the draw in playing Commander, too. Those yeah. uh, oh, really very flimsy yeah. alliances that go down yeah. in that game. So that social aspect, you're right. That's oh, a lot yeah. of fun. So. It is great. 
Do you have a game mechanic you thought? Uh, the one I was kind of thinking of was, since most of the minis games I play use dice, uh, it's a game I don't play regrettably anywhere near as much anymore, but Malifaux, how they use the fate decks. Yep, the cards that's that was the one he was going to do originally. Yeah. Right? You're you, about that? Sorry to interrupt you, but you may or may not know this. Uh, we went really hard in the Malifaux <laughs> for a while, Yeah. and you were the guy that I talked to at the source. That I'm sure you talked to countless yeah. people yeah. but i hung on every word you said i was like uh uh-huh. yeah all right all right i was just and then like josh so came over to me and he was like hey i met this guy at the source yeah and, blah, 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 and told me everything so it was like we literally spent a ridiculous amount of money at the source on malifaux like yeah. we went to different game stores and kept them like kept the malifaux alive i feel like we we'd go in yeah. oh yeah. my god it was really, ridiculous we had a hugely thriving community for a while and then it started to just kind of stray a bit when the the company itself, regrettably, has run into problems. Yeah, weird, weird, weird's got some. They some lost weird stuff. a bunch of their creative team, yeah. and they lost a bunch of their art teams and yeah. stuff like that. Was so that like kinda... shortly after Third Edition came out too, or so almost at the same before, time? Slightly before. Uh, okay. With uh, when they were launching the other side. Yeah. So the other side, they focused so. Yes. so I really much wanted to get that. into that. It looked really rad. I picked up stuff for it. Uh, basically, the core play group we had in the city is like one of the henchmen is a that was local is a buddy of mine, David, which is why I was so passionate about sure. it. Because when I first moved out here, I jumped back into a 40k fantasy, and then uh, I met him at a game store, and they were playing Malifaux, and the models looked cool. And he was the guy running all the local tournaments. He was the henchman for the area, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and fantastic dude. One of the nicest, one of the best friends I've made since coming out here. Um, and he used to run all, like, Renegade and stuff like that when they would run Malifaux tournaments and stuff. And sure. it was such a good community, and it was such a well-done game. And then they were pushing things out really well. They were doing new product. They were doing new minis. Um, the flavor behind it was great. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the other side started to get launched and previewed and stuff. Um, and then they just kind of, like, dropped the ball really hard on it. Because, um, like, as a retailer, we all of a sudden had no notice about when it was going to show up and then just randomly one day it all just like showed up like eight months after we so, expected it kind of uh, was it in. just that got like shipping and distribution problems was, or was the game mechanics kind of broken because i feel like it would just be a clone of malifaux with a different style right a little bit yeah it was more just the communication and like okay. they're advertising it super hard and then they kind of stopped advertising it super hard and then it was like three months after that yeah was when the game actually released and they it was like a big buzz thing a big buzz thing and it looked it so cool the convinced. minis looked so yeah. great i have a bunch of the gibbering hordes minis that i'll paint and turn into D things yeah and stuff at some point yeah. um, so is that game over then other the other side i don't think it technically is i know our store stopped carrying it and like we clearance the stuff out and we had to reduce it relatively significantly yeah. and like the the group i had played malifaux with like a bunch of them were still kind of holding on to malifaux a bit but, I mean, life things came up. Like, a couple of the people in the group had kids. Yeah. People yeah. like, getting new jobs, stuff yeah, like that. Happens. So, a bunch of yeah. life stuff happening. Um, and then, all of a sudden, that group wasn't playing as much. And then, there wasn't many tournaments happening. And, yeah, it, it kind of yeah. just got fizzled a little yeah. bit, regrettably. Because um, it was a great game. And they were making strides to do much better miniature design, much more inclusive stuff in general of just, like, the characterization of stuff. Did they have Mm -hmm. a similar Uh, uh, fate deck style then for other side? uh, They did. So you still had fate decks, um, and they had themed fate decks. Like, I got a couple of them. I got the, what was it, the the Queen's Army? 
the king's army or whatever. Sure. So the back uh, of them is like, like themed to their... So they had like cool. the, the British Empire kind of looking circles cool. and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they had fate decks. They had stuff where you were placing markers, but they were more like zone captures or like the gibbering hordes had stuff where you could have like tide pool markers where you could spawn more guys from. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, so that whole aquatic mechanic of like there's just gibbering hordes of monsters just <laughs> coming awesome. up from the deep and yeah, stuff, awesome. which was always just a really cool concept to me. Yeah. It was just like deep men fish kind of type thing yeah. like oh that's dope yeah. they just have a giant rancor looking monster that just popped out of the water ah, yeah, i can dig that yeah that's awesome so i mean the 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 fate deck is a really cool mechanic i'm, For I'm sure. glad you brought that up dan do you mind explaining kind of how that works a little bit because yeah. uh it's it, extremely unique to to this style of game yeah yeah um so basically instead of rolling dice having numbers you're looking for you would have uh, target numbers for different abilities, attacks, that kind of stuff. But what you were doing is you and your opponent were uh, essentially doing contested battles per flip where you would flip a, a card off the top of the deck, basically matching what, if you had a modifier versus their modifier, what your totals were, whether an ability would succeed or not. Um, but then you had a control hand. So unlike dice where you're just, what you get is what you mm -hmm. get, you might have a re-roll. This you have however many cards depending on what the hand size is for that particular game uh, but you have those as kind of a control element where you can substitute stuff some stuff you can't so if your opponent gets like a red joker um or if you get a black joker <laughs> yeah. which i flipped way too many oh times. my god yeah. that black joker i felt like i had six in my deck at all the time yep it's like god um, dang it they I always make an appearance when you want to see them least uh oh red joker to hit with something that i'm pretty much guaranteed to hit with cool. yeah oh yeah um, just stuff it. like that yeah yep. um that's so, a cool aspect i don't mean yeah. to cut you off but that's a cool aspect that you can use a 52 card deck you don't have to have like a themed deck you can yeah. just you yep. can minis and a deck of cards and you're ready to go yeah everyone's got a deck of cards exactly so it's something that made it a little bit more accessible and it's you have that control element where you can modify stuff yeah. as you go too so it's you always feel like you have a chance you might have a really crappy starting hand but that might just give you more stuff to throw away into abilities yep. or yep. usefulness or you're tricking your opponent with the mind game of like yeah magic players how oh, they'll yep. always be shuffling their cards and just flicking oh, yeah. their cards back and forth what do i got you're, you're, what do i got I flipped this, but what does he have in his hand or they have in their hand that they yep. can swap out and potentially trump me with? Like, yep. how high do I need to kind of bet to I love to that aspect. Yeah. That you, you would you you willingly risk wasting cards to try and beat. You know, you're just like, yeah, yeah fuck it, I got to do it. You know, the, like, the yeah. bluff element to <clears throat> it. And I, I always liked that they actually call that cheating. Too, yeah, am I right? It yeah, so it's like you're in. encouraged yep. to cheat a yep. card. And so the language of it right there is right away, you know, you're like raising your eyebrows at it. But yeah. I, I thought that was kind of fun. That, in a way, kind of played into some of the lore reading yeah. through the rule books oh, and the stuff. The lore on Malfoy. It, yeah, ridiculous. Like, uh, having like that whole narrative tie in with Zoreta and kind of her telling some of the stories of Malifaux and being that kind of like uh, the, the three sisters that cut the threads of fate and stuff yeah. in, in old mythology. Like, having that kind of element of she's flipping cards for everything that's happening. Um, and having that kind of tied into the background. And the Wasn't she originally human? Something and then she like got that, left yeah. in the in the void, or on the other side when it, when the portal closed, and she, yeah. like, turned? Yeah, because, yeah, basically there was, like, one time that they had went through, and then all of a sudden something happened. Yeah. And everyone kind of abandoned it. Yeah. Going back, so it, 
don't know, having that old creepy, like there is ancient culture here, yep. humans before, what's still out there gives it that plausibility that there's just random abandoned towns that they're <laughs> fighting in. Yeah. Like, what's this mysterious abandoned tunnel, like yep. that kind of stuff. But then also like, there's that Wild West element. Yep. Of, Love that. Which fits the steampunky, so well with the, yeah. the card yep. stuff yep. too, because it's like, you're playing poker. Very saloon, yeah. You're yeah. playing poker. You're kind of bluffing. You're calling your your opponent's shots. That kind of stuff, and yeah. yeah, it fits that game super, super well. And that's one of the reasons why. And this, I haven't dove into third edition. I keep hearing that it's yeah, really, 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 really well done. Corey is yeah. Talked to me a bunch, and I keep pushing him down rabbit holes of it. Yeah, I know um, he, he really. The more you talk about it, the more I'm like, I'm gonna go dust those mouths. Yeah, I just found tonight. all my my holes are right oh, crew, and I'm like, ah oh, man, I would love to get back in this, but yeah, I still have a majority of the Arcanist stuff, and I just saw oh, the cool. uh, Cyberpunk uh, 1988 or whatever yeah. fan crew, and I'm like, yeah, that's one of the few Arcanist crews I never bought. Yeah, and those models look dope. Yeah, games like that. Whenever the lore is so strong and you're offered all these different factions, I just I'm just so irresponsible with the way that I just <laughs> bounce from one to another. It's like I love this one, and then I hear something else or a new model's released, and then yeah. all of a sudden I want to play that one, or I lose a game against a different faction. I'm like, well, of course I, I got to play different the gremlins faction. now, yep, or, yep. you know, or Bayou or whatever they're called now. But yep. uh, the gremlins, those yeah. are those are my yeah, jam. The hardest game I ever played at Adepticon is I loved Henchman Hardcore. I love skirmish, like, super quick type games. Mm -hmm. You can get multiple games in. And uh, yeah. I was playing against a gremlin crew, and uh, <laughs> I didn't even get my, my henchman to activate before all of a sudden, like, what's his name? Like, Raphael or whatever. The gunslinger yep. Yep. gremlin. Uh, Galvin dude just, like, got pulled up super close, and he's just like... That's your leader, and he's gone. Just oh, red, red Joker damage wow. and did a ton of damage. Almost killed himself. But full, like, goblin fashion, just, like, deleted my character into a, a pair of smoking boots sitting out in the field. And yeah, like, what, which one is it? Is it Bert that's got the, the huge... Jetson, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the gremlins, man. The they're, pig they're so, I'm giving a bunch to uh, Corey of the old pewter ones but i'm keeping a couple just because of how flavorful there's yeah. one that's got a musket barrel looking down like that <laughs> like, yeah. one with a big banjo and, yeah. yeah they're they're so neat yeah awesome i i took mine and we had to play real quick and i couldn't tell the difference between them and i didn't we i just put them together <laughs> i fucking like a moron I took them all and I just took spray paint and I was like, shh, 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 what shh. color? Different color. It was like pink, yellow, brown, <laughs> just like just... solid. And, and oh, I mean, man. gooped them on there and they just, I fucked them all up. Oh, but man. thank God the source has got many of second edition on sale. Oh, so man. I went in there and yeah. picked up a little bit. Yeah, basically anything that's not third edition we put on sale for right now just because yeah. we. With the car, the, the all the shit's yep, like, it's really cool. With the third edition cards and stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, basically they had a point where when they switched over to third edition retailers, you just sent them a list of what you still had in stock, and they sent you cards for it. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So they really did that cool. free yeah. charge, which yeah. was a really good choice on their, their yep, part, I good think. good move. Yeah. Um, I so just it's got to be two the, different teams working with Weird, then. The, the Malvo team and the other side team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I, I feel like Malvo, yeah. I mean... It's it's not it's not overly popular, but it's definitely not unheard of. Yeah. Other side, I've never met a person besides you that's played other side. So yeah. more about and for me, I've just played demos at like Gen Con and stuff yeah. with them. Like people I used to know at the company that I think most of them aren't there anymore. If I remember, <laughs> You're gonna be like dead. Yeah. Most of them are dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the only thing I've gotten to play. 
gibbering hordes models and then i have uh uh what was the there was the king's men the burning man and what was the last faction uh the very like super pseudo high high fantasy like very wakanda-esque stuff um i don't know those i keep forgetting um i, I wish i knew arcanist i, I, I knew. never uh, got into arcanist yeah. at all i was all well you're talking about the other side though right the other so. side. oh yeah, other yeah. side oh i'm sorry um, and i can't i can't think of what the, fifth, the fourth faction was for the life of me it's is that how many they days. released it for, or were there actually more? They released four, four. Um, and that was it. And they were Ooh. going to, I think, release more because they sure. they kind of had some characters that were like, "This could be this faction or this faction." That or was cool. Potentially more. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that Malifo was always kind of neat. If you'd see, you know, dual factions, and I think yeah. in third edition, a lot of characters switched over to what faction they were in to kind of match the lore. I always yeah. thought that was pretty cool. So I don't know if I could say this. Take this out if I can't, but. Um, oh, it's leaving it. We're just keeping this. We shit can in. no, no, no. What, what I was gonna say was, we, we actually got to beta test a little. Oh bit yeah, yeah. We joined uh, joined the the beta for third edition. Yeah, oh, cool. and we got they uh, printed off us, the yeah, fucking yeah, like yeah. ninety page yeah. rule book and all that oh, stuff. God, yeah, yeah. It was ridiculously. I mean, it was just like we, me and Nate. Nate and I were both part of the. Did you get into it? No, I thought it was you and Corey, but um, it was me. That's why Corey I didn't want to say. I mean, you. you I took a look at that stuff with you too. Oh I didn't yeah, sign they, up for it, it said it, it said in the there that you could play too. test, right? But you just yeah. it, you know, it was, like, it was a normal NDA where it was like, don't fucking go social media. Sadly, but like you have to play with people. Sadly yeah. for us though, that was kind of our decline, right? For our where we quit circle because yeah. we had a, a league that we had established through. I wish we would have played in game stores, but we're all married and yeah. whatever. It was really tough for us to all line. We all worked at the same place. Yeah. and we all had really weird schedules, so yeah. we. Try and just meet really late at night. It'd be like midnight mm-hmm. over to Bobby's house. And we'd yep. all try and get a couple games in or something. But uh, or the stores that we worked in. Yeah, you know? we yeah. got our boss into it. We're like we fucking. That was probably the one that we played the most of. The most miniatures game was Malifaux. That was it was rich. You got that <clears throat> playing. I mean, we were we, we had were fucking everybody fun, playing so that it, thing. It was it was cool. But uh, as third edition came out, it just kind of took the wind out of our. It really sales. did. I wanted to be excited yeah. about it, but it was like. We literally had just invested over the probably six months before the release of that and all this second edition stuff, and it's just something about it. I don't know. Like it's the, funny because it it, if if it would have been like battle companies or something like that, where it's like a new edition of battle companies, we yeah. would have went headlong in and kept going. But like for some reason, Malifo just like right there just put a There's stop a, to it. A weird hard disconnect. And yeah, it's hard for anyone to You're really absolutely place right. why. Yeah. And like for me, I think the only thing I thought of was just how long it took to come out that they had announced it and then it was just a super super forever long build it felt up. like yeah um, yeah and where they were like well we're gonna change so much of the factions and there's gonna be so much major elemental change to the whole core of the game that it was just oh. like why am i gonna invest more in this right now until yeah. this launches and then it's like well been eight months, <laughs> nine months. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, and you yeah. get you don't want to buy any more stuff because you're like, what the hell's getting changed? Like what? Exactly. They're but, they're gonna take whatever is the the top thing, like Sandeep was at the end of second yeah. edition, and they're just gonna mm-hmm. tank tank him as much as possible because he was ninety percent of the tournaments. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. That's. I mean, I'm glad we talked about that. That made me feel good. Just rehashing the Malifaux. the Malifaux yeah. days. Those are fun. Um. All right, cool. Well, let's because I know this next topic is going to be a long one, so let's uh, let's 
pause everything, take a quick break, and then we'll come right back and we'll do the, the top five mini. All right. All right, Josh, where are we at? All right, we are ready for another Brothers Top Five, baby. We've really made this just an every episode thing. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. leaning into this top five. Yeah. I like it a lot. Top so. five's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I have a good time with it. So um, the, the idea behind this one is, and you know, hey, we make these so we can play by our, our own rules or however. Yeah, fuck you guys. We, we make with these. It. But uh, <laughs> top five, you know, miniature or mini things or things that have mini in the title with them. We're going to be a, a little bit loose with What about with micro? So I, I feel like you're in bounds by your own rules that you're setting for okay, yourself. Okay, it, it was there, penis, so. micro penis. I yeah. hope that's okay. That'll work, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, I got my, I got my top five. Uh, Dan, uh, good too. So good. Yeah. all right, cool. Um, all right. I really want to hear what Dan's got to say. Yeah, let's start with you, Dan. Number one. So it's your number five. So yeah, we'll count down. Uh, I didn't necessarily put them all in a particular order. Um, All right, you're out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I do have a number one that's at least right now a focus. Uh, One of my top five minis, I I did pick some that were just specific minis. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, One of the old Mordheim characters... Inner the Sword of Twilight is one of my all-time favorite minis. I ended up with, I think I've got three or four copies of that same mini. Oh, Only wow. one is painted. <laughs> sure. yeah, in normal fashion for me. Um, but he was a high elf character that you could hire on in Mordheim that was an outrageous amount of gold. So it, theoretically, you wouldn't have him an entire campaign. You'd have him for a, a game or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was this high elf that had this cloak pulled over, but then he had this curved elven sword, and you could just see like a hint of chain mail and stuff, and like that elven scale mail. And, okay. Uh, he's an older mini, like early 2000s. Sure. But like old GW sculpt that I, anytime I see it, I will just shot put my wallet in its general direction and oh, really? take it home. So wow. you'll buy multiple copies of it still? I have four of them, because at one point, uh, at some point, I'll probably have some friends that are much better painters than I just commission them to paint it. Okay. Um, like I have, uh, I don't always have a ton of money to throw at commission painting from yeah. other friends. So yeah. sometimes I'll try and do art trades and stuff where I'll do other stuff for them or do yeah. conversions or what have you. Cool part um, of the hobby. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Yep. The barter hobby, system is fantastic. Hobby trades are always fun. Yeah. Um, but so like that's one, one mini that the more I have, the more I can be like, hey, you're a really good friend of mine. Like, do yeah. something creative with this mini that you can think of, like painting it or doing a display base for yeah. it. And then you've got a badass collection of all the same mini, different stuff. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, and I have a couple of mini, and I tend to treasure that kind of stuff from friends. So, like, if a friend paints a mini, like I have from my, my group starting back in middle school, um, I have one mini a buddy painted that was an old Praetorian Guardsman that uh, I... He painted it in our marching band's colors because I was a trumpet player in high school. Sure, um, okay. And it's... He, he was not... The hobby part of it wasn't his favorite. The tactical part of it, because he would always just kick my ass at games all the time. <laughs> yep. Um, but so it's not his favorite painted mini he's ever had, but it was a gift that meant a lot to me. Like, I'll hold on to that stuff for a long time. Oh, some That's very cool. With yeah. it. Very cool. All right, Josh, what is your top? Minus. So, by the way, these aren't. So, I don't know if you did all of minis <laughs> yeah. or miniature things. I did. Mostly it was minis. Okay, that's, that's totally fine. Mine, mine is so much less focused. But I just so thought of one focus. I'm going to swap in because uh, <laughs> cool. an idea with what was being said earlier. So <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah. Loose <laughs> definition on that. All right, so I'm, I'm just going to rip mini-me Vern Troyer. I'm putting okay. him as my number five. I used to love those Austin Powers movies. Yes. So 
Vern Troyer was badass. I remember he in a in a video I watched him. He got a remote control car kind of thing. Okay, but it was like it went sixty miles an hour or some shit. It was like hardcore. It's way little, too fast for little tiny remote. car, and it was like it went so fast. That awesome. dude was badass. He died, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Now that, now that you say that, I, I think, think he died. I think he did. He died like seven or eight years ago, yeah. didn't he? Oh man. Wow, way to bring up that shit, dude. Thanks for telling me. Dick move, bro. That was on you. All right, number five. Vern Troyer, many names. There you go. Crash and burn. He probably died in that race car. (laughs) Dude, if I could go, it would be in a little mini race car. That'd be badass, dude. You'd be like one of the fucking, uh, one of those dudes with the fez on their hat. They like drive around. What are those guys called? I have no idea what you're talking about. It's the, 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 fuck, what are they called? They're like. They drive around in little mini cars and parades and shit. They have the Fez, and they're like old guys. Shriners oh. or something? Shriners. Shriners. I think it's the Shriners. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just. Cool. Nice. Glad we hit there. Yeah. We're brothers. That's what brothers do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Give, give me number five. I'll All right. Travel booze bottles. Yep. The miniature travel booze yep. bottles. I fucking love those. Shooters. Mini shooters. Right? Shooters. Yep. Shooters. Yep. Why am I oh, fucking? I'm like this the whole time with all these. A, that was going to be an honorable mention of mine. So really, well done. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll have to drink to that. Cheers, Dan. Yeah. Long cheers. Yeah. Socially distanced cheers. Social distance <laughs> cheers. <laughs> all right, back, <laughs> back to the focused guy that can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, Dan. What's your uh, number four, man? Mini things. You said micro counts. Uh, yeah. Micro machines. That was hey! that was on both of our lists. So. Yeah, I yep, loved yep. the old like 1997 yes. like old school Kenner micro machines yep. stuff. Um, yeah, I like agree. Star Wars stuff. I oh, took yeah. a bunch of the old like X Wing packs and Tie Fighter packs when I played X Wing, and I turned them into rubble. Uh, oh, so cool I made it idea. like so I took the templates wow. of the asteroids. Yep. Cut out those shapes with like wooden block, uh, wooden blocks, uh, wooden bases. Yeah, and then just kind of made some floating asteroids with them as debris and stuff. That's so cool. It's much wow. cheaper to do that than to take fifteen dollar a piece chips and just. I'm, I'm gonna look. <laughs> can you find? Can you find those old micro machines you online? Can. Pretty cheap. Yeah. So um, I got them at SpringCon. So that local oh, okay. con that's down at the fairgrounds every yeah. uh, every spring. Uh, just a vendor had like a bunch of packs of the micro machines, and I found one cool. that was like a couple X wings and yep. some Tie Fighters, yep. and I'm like, little kid me was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a shopping cart? Is, that, uh, yeah. Do you know? Do you know? I'm sure you know a lot of the game stores in the area. This is like a, you know, okay. So there's this one. This one's not it, but there's there's the one where it's a it's a it's a guy's name, Mr. Zero or something yep. in Roseville. So the store that I'm thinking of is similar to that, where it's like the old nostalgia kind of feel. Yeah. And it's in Burnsville. Well, not not quite to Burnsville. Um, it's fuck. I can't remember the exit. There's an exit like going down thirty five. What is it? Like Bloomington area. Yeah, kinda. It's right off. You, you. It's the Target exit right off thirty five before Burnsville, and you like head off. You get on, and it's like you turn right around, right in this little mini shopping center. It's an old nostalgia hobby store like that. They have all that shit. Is that all, one of the? NES, is that one of the hot comics? Location. I don't. I don't think it's that's hot. That's by comics. that buffet that we used to eat at all the time. Hot comics, wasn't that, it? That's the, the different Chinese? one. Okay. Yeah, yep, that's I not it. That's Richfield, okay. isn't it? That's like. Oh, that is Richfield. Um, no, this is like this is a weird offshoot. And I, and, uh, your wife used to live over in these apartments in Egan, and we'd go south of that, and it was a couple exits down, and you, we, that was the target that we'd go to. And I found it right behind there on accident. Yeah. Dude, they have micro machines. They have that's where I got my Greedo from. Cool. They have all these old Star Wars characters, like way back from the seventies and yeah, shit. That's not my territory. I don't know that area it's, very well. It's but such a cool store. If only there was something that we could use to 
Say, I'm on it right <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right off of 35, it's right the, by 62, kind of? Uh, no, farther down. Further south? Further down. Way south, yeah. So okay. it's past Egan. Oh, past Egan? Yeah, so it's the target past Egan. The closest target to past Egan. Because there's only a fucking Walmart in Egan. Which is weird. Uh, when was the last time you were there, Cedar too, by the way? Cedar Cliff Collectibles? That might be it. That might be it. Yes. That sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. There's another, there's right another, there, you know. There's another little... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right by Target, yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know if I've been there, actually. Go there. Uh, I, I, I don't know how they are with COVID, but like... Despite awesome. how much I, I push community and like local hobby community and stuff, I'm terrible at going to other stores. So I spend way too much time at work. It's so absorbed. <laughs> no, yeah, you sure, you live yeah. in a hobby store. But so. like, uh, like I go to Tower Games a bunch. Uh, Tower's cool. Cool. The owners there, like yeah. Bob, is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. Um, also part of my conspiracy uh, theory of Bob's and owning game stores. I was just gonna say that's um, another one. Uh, the theory of Bob's I have. <laughs> the theory of Bob's with someone named Bob. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, Hot Comics. I know a bunch of people that work there. Um, Hot Comics is cool. They're really great. I need to. I need to get out to more of their locations. We should do a uh, brothers field trip vlog thing. I would we totally go, do it. Then as soon as we can pass all this stuff right here, and then we can go out and sure, we we'll go with it. So we really, we really can. You're right. Yeah. So all right, cool. Um, number four for me. Number four, Josh. All right, man. I'm just. I'm pulling from all the fields. Mini golf. Oh! Mini golf's my number four. So that's my number four. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Twinkies. Yeah. I mean, what, what can I say about mini golf that hasn't been said? You know, it's so good. It's the fourth greatest thing that's ever happened. How many clubs you got to worry about? So one. one. That's it. One yeah. fucking club, and it's double sided. <laughs> that's awesome. Tear through a game a half an hour. Yeah. So it's a good date. Yeah. You know, thing that you can go on. Absolutely. So mini golf. I always like the like ultra themed mini golf oh, places yeah. too. Like Pirates Cove was one I always went to, but down in Branson. I'll say they have so. one here, a Pirates Cove one. Oh really? Yeah, yeah it had to have been a, it's a Grand Slam. Yeah. Oh yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. So we should go do that too. That is super fun. Blacklight yeah. mini golf. Oh, yep. love it. All right, so we got dual yeah. uh, number four. Well, that's my number four. So Dan, Dan back what do you to got? You, man. Uh, number three, man. I'm trying to remember what my other one was. This is what happens when I uh, come here after work. My brain's <laughs> just fried. Um, you can always pass, too, if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, I think the other one was another minis thing. Uh, the Spartan Games uh, Halo thing. The, there is a company from the UK named Spartan Games that okay. made yeah. a Halo 15mm miniatures game that I bought one of the starter sets for because they didn't get to last long enough to make a ton of product for it. Okay. Um, but I had a lot of fun making a diorama about like eight inch by six inch diorama for a buddy. Um, but I really like. Do you have pictures just, of that? Yeah. Do you I, remember I what do the have. contents were? I'm guessing like um, a master was, chief or something. There was or? like three or four Spartans. There was a bunch of like ODST troops, a bunch of just basic. Uh, mm -hmm. What was their planetary defense force? Their basic like human troops and stuff. There's a bunch of grunts. There is a bunch of elites. Uh, a couple of the big, what were the big baddies? The hunters. This yeah. is all in that diorama. Uh, in the yeah, starter, a little bit of each but... actually. Okay. Oh, cool. I had one hunter. I had one. Uh, was it the ghost? The little yeah, man yeah. like craft that you could fly. Cool. I had one of those, which was one of my first color shift paints that I messed around with. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> I had like a purpley turquoisey thing, so it color shifted as it went, and I put it like flying through the air and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was super fun. That's that awesome. Brought it Sounds back to, really cool. to minis, minis. <laughs> did, did you ever get to play the game? Was it was it I actually did not. a decent game? So, uh, yeah. I just have a buddy that uh, lives out in 
Burbank, California right now that uh, I'd go to San Diego with every year, and it was kind of a thank you gift for always being, like, oh, cool. really great about, like, helping it, me find housing. You got the hookup on yeah. fucking everything, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, that is great. Connected. All right, Josh. Yeah. Numero three. Numero three. Lil Sebastian. Oh, Lil Sebastian. Lil Sebastian, <laughs> the mini horse from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Love that guy. You know yeah. there was a rumor floating around for a long time that he had died because they had used a prop in one of the episodes where they had a dead Lil Sebastian. I was gonna say, didn't he die in the, in the episodes? Yeah, but it was it was a prop, and then like the farm that housed him would like get calls whenever that problem uh, pop up or whatever. Oh, but God. No, he's good. He's still thriving. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you got, Bob? My number three is a Tamagotchi. <laughs> I never got one as a kid. Wow. And I think Allie had one, my sister. Yeah. But, like, I thought they were so cool. Yeah. You know, it was like the, it was like a Pokemon. You we know? literally like, had Tamagotchis. At that. They, like, came back briefly, like, a year and a half yeah. ago or two years ago. Yeah. We had a couple... And then we lost it, and it would beep <laughs> in the middle of the night. I just hear this thing because it was like a fucking food. fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, it was just full of Tamagotchi feces that I was supposed to clean up, <laughs> and it would just beep at me. I thought it was the dishwasher telling me it was done for years, and I'd go and I'd lift, you know, like what is going on with this thing? And we found it later on, and like up in the top of the closet. Uh, it's like four a.m. You're like, yeah. please stop oh, beeping, man. dishwasher. Yeah. Just like. Edgar Allan Poe, like, what was the poem with, like, the, the knocking, knocking? Yes! The raven yes. going mad. Yeah. Tamagotchi mad. Oh, dude, that thing was just taunting me, too. We all loved it, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I love that thing, so. Cool. That's oh, that's cool. great, yeah. I was cool on that one, Yeah, that so. was my, my number three. What you do got, you got, Dan? Yeah. Uh, are we at number three or two? Now we're at two. Two yeah, for you, yeah. Uh, yep. When I thought of Mini Coopers. Oh! Nice. I, I got Mini, Mini Cooper. They're yep. just fun little zippy cars, and, yep. uh... I used to go to Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin with my dad, and we'd go watch the races, and he'd do flags and stuff like that. Oh, and, cool. Uh, made friends with a dude that was 19 at the same age I was, uh, and watched the dude take an old 70s Mini Cooper uh, and run it around in the races, and it was super fun wow. to watch. Yeah. Um, also, much more mechanically inclined than I was. Sure. Yeah. Um, I can fix some things in cars, but the dude just like, took apart the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like rekitted it. And I'm like, so it makes the zoom zoom with the vroom vroom? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Very nice. Cool. Josh, what uh, you got? I'm, I'm going to stay in line with the mini coop. And uh-huh. in that dad life, you don't realize how sweet a minivan is until dude, you actually yes. drive one around. So how expensive is, is a minivan, Dude, though? minivans are crazy. They're crazy expensive. Even used, shitty minivans are expensive. It It's wild, but uh, minivans rock, man. Yeah. We had one for a while. Yeah. Uh, we got rid of it. Now we're, we're driving a different vehicle, a CRV, and it's just like, I miss the minivan. Yeah. Every time I drive that thing, it's fine, but... the wheel, the, Well, the minivan, like, the whole, like, seats fold down into the floor. Like, yeah. my favorite car was the Element. I had yep. a Honda Element. Ooh, oh, I yeah. fucking love that thing. The whole thing was plastic in the interior, so if it got dirty, you just spray it out. Yeah. But the minivan, Allie had that fucking black minivan that was so cool. So Dude, sweet. Quick quick reminisce on that Element. Yeah. Because it was parked in front of the old duplex that we were rooming at together. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh yeah. And then we had... Here, we had to push it. We had to push it. <laughs> oh, God. And we're like pushing this thing because the thing's it's not running. It's a four-cylinder, and it's like... The, like the well, shittiest engine you could ever get, but it was awesome. It like, w- it wasn't running yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I I think it was uh either 
street cleaning cleaning that was coming through. So we had to park it on the other side. (laughs) They were coming, and we're all running out there, and our buddy Kenny... He, we were we drinking, were like barbecuing and drinking yeah. one day, and he comes out and he's just like shirt <laughs> off, running out in the street, hits a just a patch of asphalt out on the street. <laughs> Hadn't even made it to the to the car yet, to the element. There's like five of us, and Kenny's running behind us, and, and just, just eats it. <laughs> oh my, just scraped. And the, all the guy's over like seven body. feet tall, like as skinny as he can get. Yeah, you compare him to a baby giraffe, the <laughs> yeah, way he moves yeah. around. And I'm just imagining. You said the street sweeper was on its way to 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That guy just sitting there, just like <laughs> Benny Hill theme playing <laughs> in his head, or like the Wii theme <laughs> playing in his head as it goes. Yeah, and, I mean, it was a busy intersection. We yeah. were just trying to frogger between cars to get that thing on the other side of the street. So, anyway, so cool. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, awesome. So that's your number two? Number two minivan. My number two is a personal pan pizza back in the late 90s. When I was just a kid, those were my favorite. Remember the book club? And you like, oh, you brought up the book club. Dude, I fucking love that shit. It. You go in there and you're like, here's my button. And yeah. you're just like, free personal pizza. And it comes with a little fucking stand. Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. It's when yeah. you first were able to fool people that you were able to read. was through the It was, yeah. Before, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's when it all began. I can't there, read. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are all pictures on my laptop, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, personal pan pizza. What do you got, Dan? Uh, this is going super nerdy again. Uh, miniature dioramas at museums. Because I'm a huge, huge, oh, huge museum okay. rat. And I grew up about 20 minutes away from the EAA. This is your number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, super nostalgia for me is going to, like, the EAA or, like, a science museum somewhere and seeing, like, like the EAA. All about airplanes. So, yep. like, big aircraft carrier diorama taking out your... Cave troll. Um, I got to say it in the episode. Cave troll. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, you had to go down eventually. Um, but like, it'd be like an eight foot long diorama yeah. to scale with these tiny, tiny planes, and they do all the water effects and stuff. And it was just, I don't know, it just evokes your imagination. At oh, yeah. Like it's a miniature world. Yep. And yep. Like, Absolutely. That's why I'm starting to drift more into diorama building for a lot of stuff because cool. it's super fun to create like this whole yep. like story all in one tiny space. You watch Black Magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. just put his stuff on just to listen. It's like him or Scott's amazing. stuff. Just I'll just amazing. put on while I'm working yep. on hobby stuff, uh, yep. like late Agreed. at night, and just listen. And not always like totally digest yeah. what's going on. Yeah. But, like, it's great. So many good ideas for different things to do. Absolutely. Oh, that, that's kind of what I think we aim to be. We we would just love to be in your background. Yeah. Of whatever hobbying you're doing, you know. Maybe we did actually. Maybe that's funny that you brought that up. Again, yeah. our, our friend Steven. Did we do the shout out to them in the yeah, beginning? Yeah, yeah, I think we did, but we didn't specify what. I got, yeah, they're our buddy, uh, Steven and Sammy. We, uh, they actually, Steven just got into uh, miniatures and yep. he bought, he got, he had some stuff, I think, he just recently, in the last couple months, but he bought the Indominus box and he's putting the whole thing together right now. And he's on his Necrons and, and he's, I think he said he's going to be playing the Space Marines. But there was a video that Sammy, his girlfriend, sent to me on Facebook and it's him putting together miniatures, watching our podcast. And I was like, that's like the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah so. that, that was it right there. That was, yeah. that was a beautiful moment for yeah. us. So, so. Uh, Dan, you couldn't have brought up a better number one right there to segue into what, what I was going to say, talking about uh, black magic craft and talking about Miniac. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. It was right there the <laughs> yeah. whole time, right? Have that, so, yeah. man, I mean, honestly, probably my favorite YouTube channel and just one of my favorite YouTubers in general, just watching Miniac. So, I had to pull that 
I was thinking like Minnesota and really trying yeah. to play with some funny yeah. wordplay right there. But, uh, you know, Miniac, awesome. He, that was going to be another real quick too. I wanted to, we didn't, we didn't pull the card whenever we were doing the Q and a, oh, the yeah. okay. but, uh, here's, here's our chance right here. Maniac or Ninjon. <laughs> oh, that's a pointed look. Uh, yeah, that really was. Uh, Putting you on the spot right there. I see Scott a lot more, so Miniac. There you John's go. John's just going to, like, take me out to a Denny's parking lot and just, like, bludgeon me with, like, <laughs> chicken tendies, but... Um, with some tendies! Or just hassle me forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I hang out with Scott yeah. a lot more. Cause that that was totally him. a loaded question right there. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, Scott's a really good dude. Cool. He's super nice. We do a lot of, like, we've been doing a lot of, like, bits trading and stuff like that. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, he's a super rad dude. The, him and, uh, like, the friend I used to do a bunch of Malifaux with, David, mm-hmm. um, that entire friend group is super, super rad. Like, everyone's super giving. Like, people, like, do trades and stuff like that all the time. Like, I gave him one of the tiny astronauts. He gave me some some cool minis he got from different things. And, like, yeah. That's awesome. It's a, it's a little bit of, like... Everyone in the group is more than happy to give things to other people. Like, I bought four sets of those tiny astronauts, and they come in sets of three. Because you knew. Because I assumed yeah. I would just give them yeah. away to, to other friends in that group. And, yeah, it's really cool. I've, I've been really, really lucky that I have a friend group that's, like, super, super chill about stuff like that. So That's awesome. I mean, in, in, our, in our play group, like, Robert... Uh, gave me his sister. So occasionally <laughs> I try, you know, and I'll, I I'll toss a brother a in his direction. I didn't have a brother, so. Again, but uh, very, very cool, very yeah. cool. Miniac, uh, yeah. And Scott, we, we met him once at the source. We did oh, that Oh, yeah, we went thing. to the... Uh, the paint hangout, the paint tape. It's, it's crazy yeah. because it's, you know, obviously, like, in our eyes, he's a celebrity status, but in his eyes, he's just a regular ass dude. Same with you. Yeah. He's just your buddy. Yeah. But in our eyes, you know, we saw... Like when I I moved to the St. Paul not long ago, and when I did, that was when I started getting in Miniac, and uh, it was it was just it, it it pulled me into Black Magic. It pulled me in. I was watching Terrain Tutor a lot at that time, mm-hmm. and then Mel, yeah, and Mel's great. Don't get me wrong, but he's not my style. You know, yeah. he's a lot very bubbly, happy. You know, depend. I mean, he's going through hell right now, but like. Yeah. That poor fucking bastard, dude. He is he's such a good dude and his life is just like he's gone. He's but gone we can so see a lot stuff. of ourselves in Miniac. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Miniac is like cool. he's a he's I mean Scott, he doesn't I don't think he likes to be called Miniac, but he I think he I said something yeah. he said something online somewhere I saw where he's like, I'm not Miniac, that's just like what it is or whatever. Yeah. But he's a good dude. Man. Yeah. He just, he's super chill. He's really passionate. I mean, that's one of the same big with John. things is he's he's real down to earth about like what what he knows, what his like skill level is, things like that. And if he's trying something for the first time and he's not sure it's gonna work out, he's very earnest. And like I was at a what was it? I was at Gen Con last year and I entered first mini ever in like a big, big painting contest and I yeah. got like a second place in a category, which blew my mind. Like I literally stood there for oh, about congrats. six minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No I kidding. Yeah. Just like sitting there just like dude because they called uh Vince, who is infinitely better, like, hobbyist than I am, and then they called my name, and I sat there for about, like, three to six seconds until my friends Hannah and Zach that were sitting next to me were like, Dan, Dan, that's you. 
And be like, like what? 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 <laughs> what, what, what Vince were you talking about right there? Uh, Vince Venturello. Yeah. Like nice pull the, there. He's yeah. one of the nicest dudes. I got cool. to play against, I didn't get to play against him, but him and Tom always do uh, an AOS event in Illinois every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Holy Wars and Holy Havoc. Holy Havoc is the team tournament. Holy Wars is like a singles event. Cool. Um, but super great tables. Like all the tables are crazy. Like you have a table that's weird avatar style, like floating rock outcroppings and all cool. the stuff, the special rules and wow. stuff. Um, one of the tables is like big temple complex with canals running through everything. Um, everything has its own rules. It's crazy. Uh, it's big, big, big hobby event. Um, the tables are just as likely to kill your models as your opponent's army. <laughs> that's is. awesome. I like um, that. Super fun event. I like and I got to Video play against style. uh mm-hmm. So him and Tom play every year, and I got to play against Tom and a, a ringer the last year, and I got to talk to, to Vince quite a number of times at those different events, and he's, like, one of the most down-to-earth dudes and super fun to play against when you get the chance to, and, yeah. What a cool awesome. aspect of the hobby, man. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, like, our hobby celebrities are It's so funny, because to anybody else, nice they're just and, dudes that paint little yeah. minis, you know, little it's action cool. figures in their head, but, like, yeah. to us, it's, like, Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Like, like if you go crazy. to uh, like Adepticon, like there's one paint table that's under kind of like the big escalators in the main hotel area. Um, and you can just go and hang out. And like all those people are super down to earth. Like I didn't know who James Waffle was yeah. right away. I had seen a ton of his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He does a lot of stuff with Dark Sword. And Jim literally gave me a bunch of DVDs of like the Waffle DVDs and stuff. Oh, cool. That jim had had for employees at the store to rent out and stuff yeah. to like basically check out and return and stuff and um like knew all of his work had never met him and didn't know what he looked like like i'm terrible at recognizing yeah people sometimes. Sure um so like i ended up sitting next to him and just like shooting the shit about hobby stuff with like james wapple at the <laughs> table one that's year. probably like, best case scenario yeah. for you right in the morning there. Yeah, yeah like just hanging out painting just yep. like shooting the shit and all of a sudden i'm like Oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> like looking at some of this stuff, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, you're Wapple, aren't you?" And he'll like sit there having a conversation with you, just like super jovial, not looking at like what he's doing, and just wow, like, his autopilot is yeah, like, just yeah. Yeah. brush it off and be like, "Oh, yeah, that looks good." Hold on, like, like, yeah. ready to go. Like I watched some dude that you could tell he he had a couple already. Mm-hmm. Um, come down to the paint table at like two in the morning this last year at Adepticon, and he's just like, "Hey, any of y'all do freehand? I have this knight, this imperial knight that I want to do some free, like get some freehand done on. Like I'm willing to pay, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Wapple just leaned over and he's like, "What do you want on there? I haven't done some freehand in a while. Like I'd like to to jump in at it. Yeah. I might be a little rusty, which for him is just like yeah. perfection yeah. for anyone yeah. else already." Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, "Well, it's a metallic blue with a silver trim, and I want the the Budweiser like <laughs> like OB script like uh, uh what was the what was the saying that the knight has from the commercials?" Um oh, fuck, I don't remember. The Oh, yeah. Ah. It's going to bug me. It's wow. going to eat at me. Um, I'm going to say it right. There on the podcast, we'll bring that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll put it in both. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So like, he wanted that basically like written on the side of the night shoulder pad, and Waffle sure. just sits there while talking to the dude for like fifteen minutes, maybe. Nope. Just perfect old English script. Uh, dilly dilly. D- yeah, dilly 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 dilly. Yeah, just huh. offhandedly, just like imperfect. Like didn't charge the dude anything. He's like, nah, it's good practice. Wow. <laughs> wow. And it was just like super fun. Like I talked to him a bunch at length because I I'm a night owl, so I'd just hang out at the paint table yep. till like two, three in the morning. And I'm pretty sure that 
the poor man just sleeps like three hours a night <laughs> and he's at Adepticon and that's about it. Um, but so he'd be there super late. And like this last year, we talked about bits and stuff and like different armies we regret getting rid of. Like I talked about my old Tomb Kings and he's like, yeah, I used to have this crazy huge Tomb King army. And I'm like, are you looking to rebuild it or anything like that? And I had happened to buy from the bits guy there um, the... Uh, what is it? The War Sphinx. They have kind of that howda, and then they have a Tomb Prince and like some extra dudes that come on it. Cool. And I okay. just wanted the howda, and I had bought that whole sprue, and I'm like, do you do you want some Tomb Kings? And then just gifted him like the extra bits for like the different characters and stuff, and wow. he was just like ecstatic and like taken aback, and it was like that's that's almost the other side of the hobby kind of where yeah. yeah, where you're just like here you go, and that person's just like holy shit, thank you so much for what oh, you did, yeah. and you're like oh cool, and then he pays a forward exactly yeah. yeah. Well, like, I see him at, like, uh, Gen Con and stuff, too, and he'll share a booth with, like, Badger and Blackheart, who does all the busts we have at the store and stuff. Oh, cool. Yep. Um, that Blackheart has some really cool yeah. busts. They have some gorgeous busts in their, Very cool uh, what is it, their Micromania series is all super affordable. And the dude's local. He's yeah. a St. Paul Circuit Court judge. It's um, so crazy, dude. So, yeah, Me like, neither. all the stuff that's licensed is licensed and stuff like that. And it's ah, garage-style kits, but, like, the cleanliness of those molds is really good. Yeah. So, like, I'll... I barely have to clean up most of it. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's great stuff. And it's like 20 to 35 bucks per. It's, dude, yeah. It. The bus yeah. Are, are like 20 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. The bus are so good. They're so good. The fish man. I want that one so bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's the stuff. Fish is... man. I, I want to see that one. I don't, I don't remember that. It's, one. it's, it's, it's uh, from uh, what's his face. Um, like Cthulhu. a creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, oh no, the uh, Lovecraft. The, the Dunwich. Like, yeah. The Dunwich guy. guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so cool. It's just like a, it's a humanoid fish man with like he's got like full suit and yep, everything yep. like like he's just wearing cool. clo- like he's it's like really human it's clothes and he's just like awesome fish man head yeah so good nice um yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's really cool yeah did you know everybody you you got great stories i we love have, it yeah we have a really nice local community too which yeah. i really enjoy because everyone just kind of knows everyone and like if you go to adepticon like just hang out at the paint table you'll meet like i got to meet choshi bauer at Adepticon a couple of times and then at Gen Con after I follow I, her on uh, uh, yeah. Instagram well like I've, I had followed her for years at Gen Con like all of her work and stuff and she does such good stuff and she's so humble about it mm-hmm. and like after that paint contest at Gen Con a bunch of those people were sitting around all the judges were hanging out so I could ask like what can I do better and they're super down to earth like uh, Anthony from Pirate Monkey Painting like he's done classes out here before um, like I got to talk to him again about like what I could do better, things like that. And he, I, there's a little tiny owl bear that I nicknamed the bird barbarian because he was like a barbarian owl bear chibi guy, cool. um, that I converted. So I basically took a little chibi owl bear, gave him a hammer, uh, like old dwarf helmet that has like the Viking style horns yeah. and stuff, yeah. and a little like shield and stuff, um, and just put him on a mini diorama base. Um, but, like, I got feedback from him. I got to meet Shoshi and ask questions about, like, what she thinks I could do better. Yeah. And, like, she gave me a pin and stickers and stuff like that. And she gave Whoa. me a ton of great feedback. Um, Electric Eve painting was one of the judges, I believe, or at least someone that was giving feedback that was there. Um, and, yeah, it was one of the nicest run, like, paint contests I got to be in. And then even locally, like, the Con of the North paint contest. Yeah. Um, I miss Con of the I North. I jumped in. Yeah. And, like, how accepting all the people were in the community and how – that one's just like a fan favorite thing. So it's just people voting as they go throughout the, mm-hmm. the hall. They just vote for what they like, which sometimes you do get some skewed results in that. Yeah. It's just whatever's the biggest, showbiziest, or brightest thing sometimes. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, 
but how accepting the community is and how much the guys that run it, they will do prizes based off of their judging. So they'll look at something and be like, oh, well, this didn't win an award, but we definitely think it should have. So yeah. they would go and basically go to that person and be like, uh, like one of the regulars at the store for the Shield Mains group, Chandra, did a really fun unit that was all these cats and had like a whole cat themed and even had cool. a catapult that she converted to be a nice. catapult with an actual like cat face on the end yeah. of it. Um, and they gave her an award because it was a fantastic job yeah. um, and super fun conversions and narrative and flavorful. And it just didn't get quite as many votes. My guess is because either where it's sitting or if it's not quite as bright or eye catching, cause it was in the big yeah. oversized like unit category. It's like a showcase element to that, right? Yeah. 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 So like uh, there's that kind of skewing potentially, but they're really good about being welcoming and warming to like, everyone that's kind of entering which is really cool awesome. that's awesome yeah jesus wow i wish i could just like grab your brain for a little <laughs> bit and throw my head so i could just see this cool ship um all right well let's uh let's i think let, we got one more yeah right? one more your final number one. Oh, is it my am i last one i think so yeah. Yeah. all right dan let me know if you've heard this one you might not have i don't know okay so i don't know when i was a kid this was you guys remember Polly pocket Yep. Oh, uh, is it Mighty Max? Yeah. Nope. Oh, is it Ninja Turtle one? Yep. I it had was some a Ninja of those. Turtle Polly Pocket kind of thing. Yeah, and it was like it was huh. a, it was a turtle, and then you open its shell, and on the inside you had little mini you tiny had, turtles. And they even had like the, the the bus, and they had a bunch of like yep. the helicopter. I had a yep. ton of. I actually might still have some of those. And the tubes, oh. the tubes from the one. ass end of the turtle met up with the other turtles. Yep. So you like, oh, like, like yeah. a big whole sewer system or something? Well, or it was what? like it was more like human centipede, but like ass to ass kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a ton of those. Yeah. My parents now I think about it, we might still have probably not the big sets, but like the individual little yeah. like turtles and stuff. Oh, that's probably yep. my parents kept all our Star Wars toys and stuff. Oh my god. And we had a bunch of those like micro machine Star Wars yep. like where it yeah. was just like Chewbacca's head and it opens yep. up and it's that's, like indoor. Yeah. Uh, we had a ton of those and they still have those somewhere at their house that's those awesome. are really cool that yeah like, that whole money yeah. max poly pocket style was really fun i even thought about that but i didn't know like how quite to, to bring that yeah, up the turtles one was that. was just it was very cool very yeah. fun very cool and those turtles in there were this big they were tiny, tiny. They were tiny kids these days have... just don't know no what toys don't. were like in yeah. the 90s man my those daughter she, so cool. she has like a tablet and a cell phone that she watches yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. there's no more of this cool toy shit anymore i need that object to get my hands on it's, yeah. it's all digital now yeah. just give me give me that probably why yeah. i love miniatures so much and... all right well we're gonna take a break real quick and then we're gonna head back to uh do the the final off the spruce. Oh, we're gonna oh, get that. Oh, one more time, one more time. No, we got it, we got it, we got it. Here we go. Off the spruce. Yay! We did it. <laughs> so now we're back with off the sprue. And I have a pretty big uh off the sprue moment that I had the other night. But I don't know. You want me to go first? You want to go first? I really want you to go first. Okay. I love this personal <laughs> drama that you just find yourself in. <laughs> it just fucking <laughs> follows me. So I feel like I feel like everybody's had this problem. Maybe not as exaggerated as mine, but definitely everyone's had a problem like this. Um, I'm having some serious neighbor drama. Mm -hmm. Now, this is not the neighbors and me. Like, I don't have a problem with the neighbor. It's two neighbors. Your neighbors are having They're having drama. a problem, yeah. and then they ask me to mediate. So, this is, <laughs> this is the most fucked up position. So I've always known you as a mediator. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Coming out with a, you know, like, no shirt on, tattoos, and a beard. I'm like, what do you guys need? Yeah. 
Um, you just throw a couple of knives in between them and just go find it out. I, I coughed on one of them. <laughs> the, the broken pool stick yeah. thing, you know, a dark night. Um, so it's it's a, a it's a black family and a white lady. A white lady, I have a feeling, doesn't like black people. So she's kind of slightly racist. She's just fucking batshit crazy, first of all. And the black family is awesome. I'm not going to say any names, but they're really good friends of ours at this point. Uh, they got great kids, great family. They're super Christian. Like <laughs> They're just good people all around. Do or do they not share a, a so, split yep. home also, so it's, right? So they so. bought the house thinking that they were buying an entire house. So oh, no. then they go into it more and more depth, and it's, it's actually a split. It's a big fucking house with just walls in the middle. And it's like split. It's just cut down the middle, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. But the attic is one whole thing. So it's like they can't, she, you know, the one lady, the white lady, says that the attic's hers. Well, the, the family, they're like, no, we sign the agreement that you get the driveway, we get the attic. And that's the way it is. Well, this white lady's like, well, the driveway's not fully our property. She's like, it's not my property. I can't, I can't park on there. And there, so it's, it's our house, my neighbor's house. And then their house. So I'm in between one house. The guy in the middle, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, park there. I don't fucking care. It's a driveway. I have a half a foot, like a 20 foot long, half a foot stretch. I don't care. Whatever. She refuses to do it just to fuck with the family. It's because, insane. Because she, she wanted to park in, in front she of the house. She wants to park in front of the house. And they had parked yep, there. Yep. The, the family has two cars. Problem. Yep. So she wants to park there. So yesterday, I get a text message from the family, and they're like, can you please come out here? We need a witness. This bitch is getting crazy. <laughs> and I was like, How yes. many times of your life have you received that text Dude, message? Can you? I was going to say, you know how many text witness? messages are about that? About me? <laughs> we need a witness. This fat motherfucker's getting crazy. <laughs> it's usually me like, <laughs> but yeah, so I come out, and I'm like, all right, do I put a suit and tie on? Like, I'm the mediator at this point. I feel like I'm a bank executive. So I go there, I'm like, all right, what's going on? And they're just like, both of them are Facebook Live. <laughs> it's about to be Jerry Springer just like Everyone's punching just filming shit. everybody else. Dude, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, just keep it down a little bit. Our whole neighborhood hates everyone. So it's like, who gives a shit? But they're just going at this shit. And then it just gets to the point where the dad, he's very passive, very cool dude. But that night, she finally pushed him to like his breaking, breaking point. point. Yeah. And he was just like, nah. So he's just stoking the flame. And I'm like, lady, just calm down. I'll help you out as best I can. What do you want me to do? She's like, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm pissed. And I'm just like, I gotta go. And I'm like trying to walk backwards and like, and like trying to pull me back in. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And then Kat comes out. She's like, I'll take care of this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> my wife. She's like, I'm like, no, I'm going to go inside. And I had to come in because I was going to paint online with a, a friend of mine. And I'm like, I, uh, okay, whatever. So she talks to this woman for like 20 fucking minutes. And I'm just like, cat, come inside. Cat, come inside. She's clinically insane. She she can't be talked to. She's like bringing up shit that never happened. And it's like, you're not going to, you're not going to talk this person down. Like, come on inside. Eventually, yeah, cat comes inside. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening in the neighborhood? So... Yeah, that's that's pretty much. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but 
I don't need to go into any more. I just love that you're the guy holding everything together. I'm just, right I, there. I'm like, I'm like Spider-Man on that fucking ship, yeah. and he's just like trying to hold it together. Yeah, yeah. The, sub, the subway, or uh, yeah, yeah, it's pushing him off the yeah. track right there. So, man, what a hero mm-hmm. you are when you when you do things. Just like got that, Bobby, the so. beard, just like the lip, the beer can in your, in your teeth, <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> while you're holding it together. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. So, I mean. <sighs> Thanks for letting us in on that. Yeah. That's good. Dan, you don't have any neighbor drama, do you? Uh, we have split house, top and bottom. Okay. Uh, ladies upstairs are super nice. Um, their dogs are adorable. I think they apologize for their dogs more than we actually hear their dogs. Yeah. Those um, are good people, though. Yeah. They do that. They're really good people. The people to our right is a bunch of college kids who are a little Ooh. bit obnoxious. Oh. And then we had some kids that moved in kind of kitty corner. From like we have an office building that's a little bit across. You said kitty corner. You said kitty corner, right? Kitty corner, yeah. Catty corner. So he's from the south, and they say catty corner. Catty corner, corner. which is so fucked up. Ah, It's like that's so fucked up. It's kitty corner. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) So there's more college frat bros, kitty corner, and the first day that they moved in. All of a sudden, I just hear like a bunch of like homophobic slurs and shit like that, and I just I'm a quiet person. Yeah. And I don't, we don't ever deal with our neighbors hardly at all, like, especially, like, in the other houses down the road. And I'm sure. just, like, about to come in from work, and I just had a long day at work, and I'm just, like, knock that shit off just, like, at the top of my lungs. And I just see, like, three shirtless bros just, like, uh, stop, like, deer in the headlights, just, uh, like, uh, and I'm just, well, like. Well, my mom I, never I told me no ever. growing <laughs> up, so what do you mean knock it off? I don't yeah. understand. Basically. So, like, we have a bunch of college kids moving into our area, but we're basically... Right off of, there's uh, West 7th, right where it turns to 5, just by our house, and then Shepherd Road, right in between yeah. those oh, two. Man. So nice, kind of quiet, out-of-the-way area. Yeah. Um, tons of That's nice a great neighbors spot. that walk around a ton. Yeah, like right by a nice walking trail and stuff on Shepherd Road. Wait, um, wait, and outside, you're like, right off Shepherd and 7th? Yeah, yep. you're not too far. From, yeah, 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 yeah you're like right over there. 15-minute cool. drive at most from here, like 10, 12 minutes. I Are you like right by that Burger King? Uh, that schools down further down. So like where there's that Zantigos now. Yeah. Uh, and like that Aldi, we're like yeah. three, four Dude, blocks we... away from there. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we used to live right over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we lived like yeah. right over on uh, uh, what was it? The fuck was that street that we lived on? Uh, St. Paul turns into what? Or where are we on? St. Uh, Paul. Paul Avenue. Yeah, yeah, St. Saint... Paul Avenue. Yeah, okay. we lived yeah. right over there. We're on Saint Paul. Yeah, right over there. It's a really nice area. Um, But yeah, other than the college bros that have been moving in and me having to deal with, like, first week of quarantine, the ladies upstairs were telling me apparently they, like, were outside and, like, they have the backyard and stuff like that. And they have a nice big garden that the owners from the the place before, that lived in our our unit before us, like, had made this huge garden. And one of them does, like, microbiology or some shit with, like, agriculture stuff. Cool. So, like, garden to them is just, like, sweet um and they gave us a ton of vegetables um which i just went nuts for um but yeah like they're like yeah the the college bros next door like did you guys have to deal with them much and we're like no not not hardly and they're like oh well like first week of quarantine like they're pissing off their roof into their backyard we didn't want to see that and i'm just like oh oh no you live you next get a BB to gun. Yeah. Next to Jake Paul there, I guess. Yeah, no, oh, the Jake and Logan Paul. It kind of looks like him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So other than random stuff, and they were like, that first week of quarantine, they were sitting on their 
their like roof just like hollering at cars that they came by and we have a lot of people that walk because there's a couple of businesses in that area mm-hmm. So we'll have people like just walking on their lunch breaks and stuff. And they're just like hooting and hollering and catcalling and shit. And like at one point I'm, I just like yelled out the door, like knock it off. And that was about it. You need to get a paintball gun, man. I, I, I know, right? <laughs> get him yeah, right in the ass. He's taking a shit on his room here, Bobby, because you're clearly the savior of this I am a mediator. So if you could, yeah, if you could just go over there and, and take care of it. It'd be I'm one of those like, instances uh, where I like walk over and like, look, guys. And then they just like spray me with like all kind of Barbasol and the toilet paper. And then it's like, I'm just, a, my Haze first Amanda thing was Haze like, yeah, just like wrestlers entry, like theme music and just like marching yeah. out to their house. <laughs> 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 yeah. John Cena theme. And then one of them off the roof, just people's elbow. Like one of two wrestling moves I know. Those are strong. Those are strong yeah. moves. Yeah. Those are finishers. That right? will end yeah. drama. <laughs> all right, Josh, what do you got? I feel like this is really important and everyone should know okay. that uh, Mike Tyson oh, yes. fought a shark. <laughs> you said he fought off a shark? He fought a shark. Shark. Okay. Yeah. Uh. It, every year mm-hmm. we get a week on Discovery Channel. Yes. Shark week. Absolutely. And I know that. I know that from we, Step Brothers. We experience this, you know, <laughs> as married men once a week every month at our yes. own homes. But it means a totally different thing whenever <laughs> Discovery Channel is putting this on. You know what's funny? I call Kat, Kat and I call her like that time of the month, yeah. the dark passenger. The dark passenger. From Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but, it's the dark passenger. I'm no, like, yes. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched the footage and yeah. it sounds way cooler than it is. It's mm-hmm. kind of like. He subdued a adolescent reef shark that, you know, he's like in armor. In my mind, how did they hear, let this happen? I feel like this is like an animal rights issue. Like Peter's he is just all over the shit. In the distance with signs. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're not under wrong. the water. Ooh. The whole thing was like Tyson versus Jaws on Shark Week. It's a baby shark. It's way it's less like, glamorous. It's like a tiny, like three foot black. Tiny <laughs> shark. Yeah, it's it's probably. I'll give him maybe a five-foot shark. And, and he punches it? No. He just wrestles it? No. Oh. No! Oh. No! It's like, it's like he kind of gets it by the nose, and it, it puts it in some sort of, like, concussed state by holding it. Obviously, he's had some training. There's so guys. he's in full scuba gear. upside down, uh, they basically go, like, dormant. It, they basically go into, like, a weird, like, sleep-type state. Shark he may, he may, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've also heard that. I, I don't think he actually does. At least in the footage, it seems like he kind of just, like, holds it there yeah. for a second while another guy, it's maybe 30 seconds, they hook up a, a camera on its fin. And then it's like, you did it, Mike, you know? And hey, Mike's you were the champion of the he's world. He's in shark armor with scuba tank. Mm-hmm. He's so probably got that, that like, chain mail stuff or whatever. They wow. Absolutely, he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like I said, it, it sounds way cooler than it is. You know, yeah. I really wanted there. That's to some be, clickbait shit right it's, there. It clicked. It clickbaited me real hard. Yeah, I watched it. I would do. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I'd rather know. see. I mean, yeah, it sucks for the shark, but I'd rather see like him actually fight a fucking shark. Yeah, he didn't fight a shark. <laughs> and the shark. If anything, win. it was like, oh, Mike Tyson like helped 
apply a camera onto a shark that's going to be used for research. For Mike Tyson gingerly holds one. shark lovingly. Yeah, yeah. Even one guy's like, tickle him under the nose. Give him a little, you know? Like, tell him you're there. Gently caress his shark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You slow it down. What a badass. Sharks, fun fact. Sharks, if you stop them from moving, I think is the other part. Like, if you turn them upside down, they're docile. They can't do anything. Um, But if you stop them from moving, they need water constantly passing through their gills. They go into kind of like a weird hibernized state, too. Wow. Uh, I know way too much about fish. I don't know why. Do you have a saltwater aquarium growing up right here? No. uh, When I used to work at the Mall of America, when they had that like sea yeah, life yeah, or whatever, yeah. uh, me and my roommate used to go there a bunch. But like, extremely my, overpriced. Yeah. The, oh god. The best part. They used to have it if you're a mall employee, you could get in for free. Once got a day. deal. Oh cool. Uh, then they switched it to like half off, and now mm. it's like here's a ten percent coupon. Get wow. good scrub. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I used to go there all the time, and the one time my roommate and I were going through, and I was just giving him all these like random facts about fish and shit. Um, Cause I don't know I'm museum nerd. So between yeah. like aquariums, like museums, stuff like that, like I go nuts. My dad was an outdoorsy dude. So like yeah. we'd museums go fishing are cool. a bunch. Yeah. So like the one time we were going through and I'm just giving him all these factoids about fish and he just like nudges me a bit. He points behind us and I look behind and there's like a family of four, an old elderly couple. You're like a leading a group through, <laughs> aren't you? They thought you weren't there. And I'm just like, <laughs> Do y'all want to know more about long nose guys? <laughs> like they're freshwater. You could yeah. see them probably. The real tour guide's like, yeah. guys, guys. Okay. If I could just yeah. uh, bring your attention over here to the t-shirts, and you're giving them real information. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I'm just like, you're never gonna use this information. It's cool. I watched too much Animal Planet growing up. Maybe I don't know. Isn't it weird that like, I don't know. At least in my experience, that animal facts or things like that, they just kind of stick. A yeah. little bit more than a lot of other general knowledge. Yeah. You know, whenever, whenever I'm spouting out some info, you know, on some animal planet stuff, like you said, it's like, yeah. that stuff's just, I absorb that a little bit it's, more. It's Maybe just it's so cool. Level, yeah, you know? there's it's there's cool. so much to it. Like uh, giraffes giving birth, standing up. Yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Kenny. That's Kenny, how, that's, Kenny I think would that's give why, birth. Yeah, yeah. Kenny. You <laughs> fell uh, from high. <laughs> the old pushing Kenny. Yeah. All right. Well, the off the sprue is officially over and that also brings the podcast to a conclusion um dan i want to thank you man yeah. i really appreciate it yeah. yeah thanks for your time this was, this was uh this was great yeah. this is great if you want to see dan you can head down to the source comic and games um in roseville minnesota they're awesome they got great deals they got fucking everything <laughs> they got everything you could think of it's all there and uh so much stuff to deal with yeah there, i think i'm pretty sure you guys are the only one i think uh I think somebody was there was telling me that uh, you guys are the only suppliers of Kingdom Death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was, at one point, there was a store in Japan that I guess they had sold, like a bookstore that they had sold like three or six like core copies to, and yeah. then they kind of never heard back um, a number of years ago. That was probably like a half dozen years ago from the way they described it. But uh, going to Gen Con for years, I yeah. made friends with some some people that worked there, and then we ended up like over the last like year and a half, two years, uh, last year at Gen Con, we got kind of details finalized to get like retail margins and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so we, we brokered that. You're the only only cash. shop in the U.S. We're the only, only retailer uh, of the Kingdom Death. Like in That's the store awesome. Stuff. It's, it's limited stuff. So like all the brown box stuff, we don't touch. Um, we don't do online sales with it. 
we just do like in store yeah. uh, type stuff. But it's all above the yeah. cases, though, right? The the glass yeah. cases. Yeah, it's all above yeah. the glass cases. I need to stop being lazy and paint up the rest of the demo set because they sent us. So for all the paint and take stuff, they just sent us those minis. We didn't have to pay a no, thing. Sh- for I them. missed they that day. Like, I, I had it in my phone. I missed it. It yeah. sucks so bad. I um, wanted a mini so I bad. I do have some more minis. I just have to build them. Um, Basically, uh, once we can start doing events again, I want to part because we partnered with Scott the last time to do part Miniac, part like uh, Kingdom Death Paint yeah. and Take, and mm-hmm. then we did another Miniac Paint Hangout. Yeah, um, doing another partnered event again, and maybe having like some demos of the game and stuff. And uh, yeah, they gave me enough stuff to run some demos, like a couple of White Lion encounters, that yeah. kind of stuff, like that first encounter for the yeah. game. Wow. Um, and then yeah, they gave me like. It was a ton of the armor sets. It's like 60-something minis plus. Jesus like, I, I built and primed, like, 40 of them. Oh, my God. Um, which I did not think about the fact that that was a lot of time I had to put into that. Hey, if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're um, looking to get rid of any of that stuff, I'll buy some stuff yeah. from you, too. <laughs> um, yeah, with that, the freebie stuff, we have to basically just run events with. Oh, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But we will be running more. Yeah. I do still have more, so I'll run more. And it'll always be free. Yeah. Um, so for the stuff oh, cool. they passed okay. on to us for like the free deals, it's something that we don't want to charge for. We just want to help community build, which was the bit the big goal of talking yeah. to them and like boots and them was. Uh, and my buddies Joe, there, there's two Joes that work there that are the nicest dudes. Um, and yeah, the biggest thing they want to do is build community. Um, yeah. So like I know there's a couple other stores in the cities that they have people that play it and stuff. Um, but yeah, basically helping build like a local grassroots community for it and accessibility of getting the game and playing it and stuff. So what a legacy that yeah. game has, and just that's that's crazy. The years on Kickstarter, then them making millions of dollars, like funding millions of dollars on it, like it's just a, such a cool epic story, and and it, it's one of the most insane storylines in a game. I mean, it's so dark and demented and awesome in every aspect it's and i've very, never been able to play i've always yeah, wanted it's to it's very dark souls where they give you like tidbits but they won't give you everything i love so you that. can kind of create your own narrative like yeah. balance isn't always perfect but the big thing is like you're not always going to survive you could literally die in that first encounter before you create yeah. Yeah. your own settlement and yeah. yeah the minis are gorgeous. Go again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go again. yeah i love it yeah. awesome well, well, great. Yeah, yeah, thanks again, Dan. Man, this is this really? has been awesome. Appreciate yeah, your time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, please, 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 let us know. You know, give us a comment, give us a like, give us a subscribe. You know, tell us what's going on with uh, with you guys and your hobbying world right now. Uh, from the Brothers in Arms podcast. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.